0: I'd probably still be
1: in line if I stayed in my car. So, oh man, I'm definitely glad you made it and made it to the Finesse Media podcast, man. So, welcome back to another episode of Finesse Media podcast. It's your boy Ken Finesse Media. I'm your host, and as I told you right before the break, we have another finesse on another foodie. Uh, those that know me know I'm about 500 pounds in my mind, uh, but real talk, uh, I love food, and all month long um, we've been talking to or so foodies. So last week we had uh, a great uh, finesse on my homegirl, Karen, who was baking brownies, and then also my homeboy, Jamal, or Jerome, first time making or drinking some nasty stuff. So make sure you check the episode if you haven't checked it out. But this episode, uh, at the end of the month, right, I had to do it. I I, I said, listen, Dallas is crazy. It has a lot of food places around it. Uh, And some of the times I'm looking at this brother, Paige, because he makes and has the best reviews on you know, restaurants local, you know, here in Dallas and just in surrounding area. So welcome to the podcast for the first time. Welcome, brother. One of the guys that's finessing in Dallas-Fort Worth area. Make some noise for Mr. Dub Grubbs. <laughs> What's going on, Doc?
0: How you doing, man? How you I'm doing? I'm chilling,
1: man. Welcome to the podcast, my brother. Thank you for joining. I
0: appreciate you having me. Appreciate
1: man, listen, so what you did, and this is the best way to end it out, uh, you went to a restaurant uh, that you've never been to before, uh, and you got some food that you're going to review with us on this episode, right? Yes, sir. All right, so just tell us. Don't, we ain't getting into it yet, but tell our listeners just so they'll know where you stopped at tonight and what you'll be trying with us.
0: Okay, uh, I stopped by City View Tacos. Uh, so basically, we got a lot of taco spots out here, but these, from what I keep hearing over and over about people, is these are the best tacos in all of Dallas, Fort Worth. So I was like, why not? Perfect time at a podcast. I'm going to see if it's capped. <laughs> I'm going to say, real, you know, I love me some tacos, so I'm
1: excited. I'm excited. That's what's up. That's what's up. So make sure you check this episode out. I know this this sound that you're listening, if you're checking us out on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you can hear it, and we're going to make it sound good. But check us out on our YouTube page, the Finesse Media Podcast. Make sure you, you subscribe and follow the page. But Mr. Dub Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. Man, where are you from? Uh, I want to know that. Where are you from? Because I don't think you're from Dallas. You in here, 10 these folks up, giving them real unbiased views. You can't be from Dallas. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, uh, I'm originally from California. I was born in
0: San Diego, California, and kind of grew up in LA as well. So back and forth between the two. Uh, I've been out here for probably like 15 years now. But uh, California, that's, that's uh, the state that raised
1: me. That's what's up. So, California, what part of California?
0: San Diego
1: and uh, L.A., so Southern California. Okay, okay, cool, man. So you know food because being on that coast, you know, folks, I'm from the shot, so we love good food. I know you stopped at my spot, West Clucking. so I'm going to talk to yeah. you about that, too, because yeah, we, we sensitive yeah. about our shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was a lot of pressure uh, reviewing West Clucking, but you're from, you know, the West Coast, so being in, being in Dallas, man, reviewing foods here, um, how has that been kind of, what gave you that start to want to, you know, start to review foods even in these popular restaurants?
0: Um, so pretty much I, one day it was kind of, I had enough, I, I'm very routine type of person. Um, I would go to, I had my like four or five spots, like Panda Express, Wingstop, Golden Chick, like used to, whatever was around me, Whataburger. I would go to those five spots, like routine. Like I eat my meal prep on the weekdays, weekends, I'm rotating those spots. And eventually, I was just kind of like, man, I got to try something different. I'm tired of eating the same old stuff every day. <laughs> um, so pretty much, I just was like, you know, I'm going to look up a new spot, and I'm going to try that spot. Uh, I worked out. I lived in Arlington, but I worked in Dallas. So I was like, when I get off work, I'm going to pull up, and we're just going to see what it is. Um, and then I would post a picture on my regular page story. And after a while, just so many people kept asking me over and over, hey, what was that spot? it uh, went from a highlight and then people were like, okay, you need to make a page so that I could just look. And I mean, I might have heard it from like 30, 40 people that I need to make a page. <laughs> Friends, people that I didn't know. I'm just like, I feel like it was God telling me to, you know, pop the page off. So. No, that
1: was me talking to you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> was <it>?
0: yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, people I was like, people was just like, you that guy that be posting on your story, man. Yeah, you should create a page. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that, that's crazy. So, here we are, uh, Look, a year and a
1: half later. Only been a year and a half, dude. It feels like you've been, it feels like I've been following your page, and and, I, and it's still a list of places I haven't tried. But a year and a half, your following has grown, your respect in the DFW has grown. Again, people look at your page and go, hey, if Doves didn't say it, it's not popping and it's not legit. So, how is that? So, when you're going to these places, are right, right. you, you know, going in and saying, okay, I have to protect the brand of these folks because I don't want to make people think that they just got the worst food. So how do you give the review but kind of still, you know, give them their also props for being maybe maybe one of the nicest restaurants?
0: Yeah. So uh, first thing, I started off with my kind of rating system. Um, I Two stars is okay. One star is trash. Three is good. Four is great. And five is just <laughs> perfection so if you kind of look i'm trying to have it more positive than you know because most people would think three stars is just okay Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to give people more of the benefit of the doubt but just like how you said protecting their brand i gotta protect my brand too so if if the food is trash and i'm lying and saying it's good my followers are going to pull up like Mm -hmm. that's one thing that if i say the spot is good they're pulling up they're gonna see what's up so They're going to be on my case if I'm telling them it's bad. So I kind of – I got to keep it honest. Um, I do go to black-owned spots, so I try to highlight the positives as much as possible. Um, And if the review is just that bad, um, I might – if I have to, I'll, you know, not post it or hit the people up and kind of give them their own critique like, hey, this is what I thought this would have been my review. I'm not going to post it so that it doesn't hurt your business, but mm-hmm. these are some adjustments. You can take my advice or not, you know, and usually they're really receptive of that. Now that's
1: really dope.
0: Uh, cause yeah, I just, I don't want to bring anybody's business down. I know this is people's livelihoods and stuff like that, but I also, you know, my, people want to know what's a good food exactly. and what's not, you know, and, um, I really, that's the value I feel that comes with my page. You're going to find some, Spots that you've never heard of, and then I'm also keeping a hundred
1: with you. you know, keep it hundred. So. Keep it hundred. Yeah. All right, we do gonna let this food get uh, cold, uh, yeah. Doves. Let's go. Let's go. So uh, again, let the folks know what this restaurant is. If it's located in, you know, well, it is located here in, in Dallas. Yeah. So give the location a name again.
0: So uh, City View Tacos. This is a 24-hour taco spot. So for uh, most people, know Phil City is 24-hour. This is in uh, Duncanville, Texas. So uh, a little off 20, um, not too too far from downtown. Probably like 20 minutes. I don't know how well you can see it. I'm going to send you the pictures and videos so, you know, you can really see the HD. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'll get into it.
1: Uh, I've so, been told these are. So are they, are they steak tacos?
0: So I have I have steak, pastor, and chicken. Okay. Um, so I was going to kind of, you know, see All what's right. up. I, I tried a piece of the meat before. It actually tastes pretty tasty. So.
1: All right. So I'll let you do your thing. He's taking the first bite for our listeners, man. And, you know, this is your platform. And, again, thank you for letting me share your space, Doug, Ruffs. Uh, You know, and so people are going to get this honest with you right here on this podcast. So I'll let you do your thing and kind of let me know what you think. Shit, it looks good. I have a glass of wine for those that can see me. I have nothing to <laughs> eat. <laughs> I have nothing to eat. And I'm going to be very hungry after this. So this yeah. is very disrespectful.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to keep eating and, like, really get into it. But that first bite, taco's pretty fire. I, I can't even lie. It's a lot of flavor. Um, sauce is good, a nice spice level. But the meat is very, very well. has a really good flavor. Okay. A lot of places I feel like have bland uh, meat with their mm-hmm. tacos. Mm-hmm. And so this is actually pretty good. Um,
1: and what's some things that you, you, as as being a foodie and a reviewer, you, you I'm sure you, you try a lot of things, but what's some things that's probably common that folks don't know that you don't like?
0: Thing that's the most that's common that people are always like. Whoa, you wow. know, eggs. What they was that? Eggs. Eggs. Like <laughs> breakfast? Yeah, you <laughs> oh, see. Oh man, egg. you
1: gotta have a scrambled eggs with cheese. Uh, definitely, okay. if you get a nice skillet. Skillet. Uh, my wife is that way. She's like, hold it, hold it. I don't need the eggs. The the, my eggs the whole meal. All right. So what was that one?
0: That was chicken. So now that I've tried kind of a bite of each one, these are definitely some fire tacos. Like, okay. just off the top of my head, I'm definitely going to say at least top three. Um, Ooh. Hold on one second. They're kind of hot. <laughs> okay,
1: uh, so they got, they got a nice spice to it. Yeah. Uh, so Dubs is getting up for those who can't see. Is Dubs got to get a, a cup of H two O? But this is what you know is what's good about the internet because you're able to real time try food, let people know exactly how it is. They see exactly you know uh, your expression and your review on it. So having uh, Dubs on tonight on this episode is it, is great because. I think I want some tacos. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, I think he has four tacos, and I think he's up two. So uh, we'll see yeah. the next. Uh, and the yeah. great part
0: about those tacos was all four. This I think it was what um, maybe a dollar, dollar fifty a taco. It was like seven twenty five for all four. So
1: okay, so that's a deal, and that's that's. Oh, so they got me on the price because I'm familiar with that.
0: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, twenty four hour tacos. Um, Real good flavor, real good spice. I would definitely recommend. This is definitely. I will have to sit and really think for a second, but I don't mind people saying that this is their favorite taco spot. I, I can definitely see why this would be somebody's favorite uh, tacos in the metroplex for sure. And for and people,
1: and for for people like me, uh, I, I really don't like the Tex Mex texture. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's something else I'll ask you about in a couple of minutes, uh, but. About the Tex-Mex, but the Tex-Mex flavor I don't, I don't really, really get what. So, are you tasting that, or is that really like street tacos?
0: These are more street tacos. Um, okay. Being from California, San Diego, to be exact, if you didn't know, San Diego is the greatest Mexican food ever. I don't care; it's better than Mexico. All that. I right. No, I can San Diego. I mean, really San Diego is so great. A lot of people don't know it, but it's literally 15 minutes away from uh, Tijuana, like. Tijuana, Mexico, 15 minutes from, like, the heart of San Diego to the heart of Tijuana. So a lot of, um, I guess, I'll say Hispanic people. I don't, don't want to say they're all Mexican, but um, a lot of Hispanic people will literally live in TJ and drive out to, uh, to San Diego during the day. They have tacos and stuff like that. The Mexican food, if you ever get a chance, San Diego's crazy. Uh, I... I don't know if you wanted me to answer your Tex-Mex question now or
1: we want me to wait. But. Oh, no. So it's, it's fine. I mean, what's your thoughts on Tex-Mex? I didn't have a, I mean, I have a, a follow-up question about tacos with Tex-Mex, particularly about a restaurant that a lot of people know and love. Uh, so I'll ask that question. But what about your Tex-Mex review? Are you a fan of that? I mean, I imagine not. You just talked about how San Diego is kind of the Mecca. Yeah.
0: So it's like a yes and no. Um, I'm not a big fan of Tex-Mex. That's by any means, but I absolutely love Mexican food like that. Probably behind, my like soul food and Cajun, probably Mexican food is next just because I grew up on it, you know. So, it's still the taste. It's right. Americanized, so I don't like it as much as the authentic stuff, but I can eat it. I can tolerate it, yeah. stuff like that. Um, but if you give me the choice, I'm going authentic every single time. I'm not thinking <laughs> twice, but... <like. laughs>
1: Low key, I, low key, I'll just say, say this out here, um, that Taco Cabana, listen, for me, like, that's the best taco restaurant. And it seems like they're closing a few uh, here in, in Dallas-Fort Worth. So when I see that, I'm, like, hurt because I'm like, yo, you mean I'm, like, going to be forced to eat uh, some of the places I don't like to go to? But speaking of places, you got another taco? I think Oh, you're good. good. Okay, cool. You're good. Go ahead. I'm, I was
0: going to say the rest of these, you're
1: good. Okay, cool. So just speaking of kind of um, – customer service and things like that. What's a restaurant that you've gone to that had the worst food, but the bomb customer service? Worst
0: food, bomb customer service. Oh, that's easy. Harris House of Heroes. Oh, Um, all right. (laughs) I don't mean to like... No,
1: (laughs) we got to know though, so...
0: (laughs) So it's not that their customer service is just a horrible. It's just they're a bar that's very busy and they know that everybody's there for the wings. They got this little bitty <laughs> fryer to fry the wings, so it can take you about like an hour hour and a half to get your wings. and they come out and think it's crazy
1: man, I heard you say that that was the best wings in Dallas, too so sure. yeah. that's on my on my bucket list
0: they uh it's what makes them good they they get the the crispy wings they've mastered kind of the crispy wing look mhm- and um then they throw the sauce on it, but they get them real that perfect crisp and I, I mean, I the first time I thought I was drunk. I, I gotta come <laughs> back. I was like, "There's no way." But right, yeah, they. I'm not gonna lie. Their their service could be better because you know, I, like they definitely know. Like they have a new location that makes mm-hmm. it a little easier, but they definitely know that the wings kind of are a little slow coming out. But uh-huh. people are gonna come. Uh, but they know
1: people are there for it.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Right.
1: So what's that other one? Kind of the reverse of it. That that place. That man, terrible food. Uh, but real good customer service that keeps you coming back.
0: Man, I don't know if it's that. It's a food trash.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, food trash, man. So yeah, I, it's a I, dust. I, um, but I, I could say some places that are like just great customer service in general. Um, Bell Sweet Factory, there's like a food truck there that always sure,
1: sure. up with you. That brother's doing his thing.
0: Yeah, um, they're real good customer service. Uh, who else, as far as a restaurant? Um, okay, I got, I got uh, Crazy Brothers. Uh, Crazy Brothers is a, a restaurant. It's, it's like a breakfast, brunch. it has everything, like a diner. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really good customer service. They're going to chop it up with you, like your family. The best customer service, probably for me, was um, Shells and Tails to Go. Um, the owner just, I remember I asked him for like to do an interview or something. And he has just from day one just been amazing. He's like telling me to, just putting me he connected me with other foodies, just all he was like I support the dream from yeah. the jump. Even before I was a foodie, I remember we were in the line, he came out, chopped it up with me and my mom, uh, you know, just made sure we were good. He knew it was hot and you know, so Sheldon Tells yeah. to go that, you know, real
1: good, real good customer service. Yeah, Sheldon Tails. Shout out to Sheldon Tails. That's my friend, brother. Shout out to Prairie View AM. That's where he plays at. That brother's doing this yeah. thing. Uh, got folks out there in the line around the corner chasing, um, yeah. you know, chasing the truck, trying to figure out yeah. where. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I haven't been out there. I'm, I'm kind of north Dallas, but I got it. When you get out to Sheldon Tails, man, it's worth it. So whenever you get out there, if it's raining, if it's a long line, it's definitely worth it, you know, the long uh, wait. But we know you as Dubs Grubs, but we got to let our listeners know kind of who you are outside of this brand that you've created, this magnificent brand that you created. But Jordan Williams uh, did a little research. So outside of the cooking and not cooking, but reviewing the food that's being cooked, uh, being a teacher, you know? So how has that been? I mean, kind of, how do you turn? I mean, it's not easy. I mean, it's, very easy. I mean, everyone loves food. But yeah. talk to our listeners: kind of what you do in your in your day in your day life when you take the cape off from reviewing the, reviewing yeah. food. You are a teacher.
0: Yeah, uh, so I, I am a teacher. Um, pretty yeah. much just using my weekend days off and my my summer breaks and stuff. That was kind of how the page started. Uh, I think I was on spring break when I actually. It was in March. Spring break was when I actually created the page. But, um, yeah, I, I, I love eating food. I love trying places. So, And it really doesn't – a lot of people will say, like, mm-hmm. oh, you spend, you know, so much money on food, da-da-da-da. And just to be completely honest, the difference is I just don't repeat myself. Mm-hmm. So if I were to ask you, like, what's your favorite fast food or favorite, you know – wing stop, whatever you know, whatever your favorite little go-to is. Mm-hmm. If you look at over a month, how many times you go? More than likely, you'll probably say like three to five, maybe six times, unless you go there, like a lot, a lot. And those six times that you went, you could have did six different places and tried six new things. You see, so. Uh, but yeah, as like as far as a teacher, it, it uh, my my days are super busy. Um, I mean, literally. I I work seven days a week. On the weekends, I'm doing my dub stuff. Um, on the weekdays, I'm doing my teacher stuff. Um, I get up. I, I run a real tight schedule. I get up every day in mm-hmm. the workout. Um, so, yeah, I uh,
1: So how does that passion, how does that passion, you know, comes and be created? I mean, being a teacher, I mean, that definitely comes with the same passion that you have for love and for food. So kind of what inspired you to take the role to be a teacher and where's your education background comes from?
0: Um, So I actually became a teacher. My, my kind of background came from my parents. Um, I went to college as a marketing major. Um, That's where I graduated with. So it's perfect for that, but um. As far as the teaching thing, I was in a position with a company doing real well, basically corporate America, doing really well, working my way up. But I hated it. I absolutely hated my days. Um, I was good at my job. I was. They liked me. They wanted me to continue to move up in the ranks. I was making good money. I'd be making, at this point, had I I've been a teacher for four years, so I'm probably making double the amount of money that I was making, or that I'm making now. Um, but I'm not really doing teaching for the money. Um, I, I grew up in a house where both of my parents were educators. Uh, Dad, the principal, well, was a principal. My mom was a, a basically a teacher. Um, and, you know, that was just something that naturally came to me. Um, I kind of, I love kids. Uh, I teach second grade, so
1: okay. little, little,
0: little ones. Um, and it just kind of one day I was like, you know what? I think I want to try teaching. I know that's not going to be my end goal, but I feel like this is something that I'm actually good at. And so I said, why not? I tried it. It was a perfect fit and I, kind of, I loved it. Um, and so now, for now, at least. <laughs> <I'm>
1: no, <laughs> kids are a beautiful thing. You definitely, again, ha- uh, have to have the passion for it. Um, do you have any kids of your own? No, sir. No okay. Sir. All right. <laughs> well, you definitely you definitely get, uh, has, have the passion because, again, some people with kids can kind of understand it, but I always say if you don't have kids and you are a teacher, that's extra kudos because you're caring for not only someone else's kid, but you don't necessarily, you know, have the kids of your own, but you can still relate because that's also that myth too. You don't have kids, you can't, you know, suggest how to be a parent or things that parents should do. And I think really teachers are some of the most underpaid folks, Uh, across the board, hands down. Uh, There's so many professors that has kind of instilled uh, things in me that got me this far. And on any level, I can kind of recount, recant on. So from elementary to, you know, middle school, and then on to college, definitely. And uh, actually just lost one of my professors yesterday, uh, Dr. Buckingham. So, but that connection, being a teacher, has that translated for you or connected you here in Dallas? How is that
0: um, I've met, I mean, I mean, I've maybe met with, come across a couple people that, you know, maybe in the education field and stuff like that. Um, But honestly, most people don't even realize I'm a teacher. Um, I mean, if you follow me on my main page, you'll see that I post about it. Uh, maybe once in a while on dubs, I'll kind of mention it here or there. Um, But yeah, it, I honestly, honestly teach and I've run into more of my kids seeing my page and my parents. I had...
1: This yeah, what's that response? response? I'm sure they're... I mean, the, you know, because they're all on the internet. And you said second grade, they definitely have an iPhone someplace. So has any kid gave you that feedback or seen you on the internet? And what has that response been like? Uh,
0: now, my... As far as my second graders this year, none of my kids, but a parent has. She asked me how a True Kitchen was. She saw a couple months ago. In the middle of the Zoom lesson, Mr. Williams, my uh, <laughs> mom wanted to know if you really liked your kids. And I am like, she's like, is that you doing reviews? And I tell them, no, nah, it's my twin brother. Uh, so that's that's why it looks like me. But, um, yeah, they, they, plenty of kids found me. Uh, this is my first year to a second. I've actually done usually third or fourth. So the majority of my kids that I have taught and that I know are older. So they really have phones. They found me on every social media <laughs>
1: Um, so as of right now,
0: I kind of just, I'm like, I hit the block and keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably just unblock and if they want to follow me after, I, if I'm done teaching, like if I move on from teaching, then I'll unblock them and, you know, they can follow my page because it's appropriate. But mm-hmm. for right now, if they comment or, hey, Mr. Williams, is this, <laughs> you nope, know, <they'll> blocking me. <laughs> <And poor> <laughs> I have like the, my like Dubs Grubs logo, the one that's over your right shoulder uh, in my classroom, so they're like,
1: that's you. I, I know <laughs> <laughs> they recognize that. So. Yeah, That's pretty cool. And living in Dallas, I mean, you get so much love and the creativity that's around you. You really kind of get motivated by it. There's so many creatives and innovators. Uh, I can't say enough. You review uh, Brunchaholics, a friend to the show, uh, you know, who's, you know, Bam Vegas. There's so many creative people that's doing food that's here in Dallas. So definitely that push I'm sure translates and pours over to what you do and definitely keep your channel going because as they continue to soar, you got things to review. <laughs> exactly. uh, but being in Dallas, how has that been for you? Cause you're, you talked about and being born and raised on the West coast. How has living in Dallas been?
0: Um, I love it. I, I think it's a definite experience. I think Dallas in my opinion is, like a, a, a melting pot for where people come from. Like how you say you're from Chicago, in from California. Uh, I got friends from all over. I feel like Texas is one of those places that people are constantly moving into. So you have so many different influences and stuff like that where you're surrounded by so much, um, so many creative people, so much. And then I, I, one thing about Dallas that's really great, we're not like Atlanta. We're not like LA yet. We're not like Houston yet, whereas... There's so many creatives, but honestly, if you aren't from Dallas or in the city, you won't know about it yet because it hasn't blown up. But it's a lot of stuff bubbling, a lot of people about to take off, but a lot of people about to go on that more global scale, global things like that. Um, like yeah, like I, I, you mentioned, I went to college with Hollicks, um, and so to see him, his growth is great. Yeah, we we went to college together. Uh, I think I met Bam, like. I met Bam my first, when I first met Bam, I had like 300 followers when I first posted them. Wow. And so, and I, he even to this day is like, man, this is crazy. I remember when I first saw your review, I'm like, okay, that's what's up. We got a little page, cool. And then I checked again and I'm like, you just passed pass me up. Like, you know, so definitely a lot of creatives but there's so many different experiences and influences. I love that Dallas, you can really make it the city that you want to make it. Yeah. I have friends that you got. You just so many different scenes, so many different vibes, so many different things that you could do and be on. And I love Dallas for that.
1: Um, for sure, for sure. No, it's definitely a good vibe here. Uh, it's a lot of as again as I reiterate, a lot of energy uh, and a lot of transcending energy because you you touch people here in Dallas virtually, man, or in person, and you just feel that thrive. Being in college, University of Arkansas, prime Bluff, it was so many folks from Dallas. Uh, it was crazy, and kind of how it ended here was folks was like, yeah, I'm not going um, to any other city. I'm going back home to te- to Texas, and that was Houston, that was Dallas, so the whole Texas vibe, I think, is, is pretty cool, but you really feel that here in Dallas, because it's a little bit smaller you yeah. know, than Houston and a little less kind of crazier uh, yeah. than some of these other places, but you gave Dallas love and hopefully they don't get pissed off with this next part. Cause I want to play a game with you real quick. I got a couple of favorite Dallas spots that, you know, when you come to Dallas, they go, Hey, you got to try this spot. So uh, yeah. you let me know if this place is underrated or if it's under overrated. So um, my first one, I got is shell shack underrated or overrated. For
0: me, it's overrated. For Me, it's overrated. I'm a, it's good, but I just feel like they put a lot of sauce in the bag and just kind of throw it on. I think people just get super excited to see food. So, for me, that's going to be overrated. I'd rather go
1: to one of these more black-owned
0: spots and they actually put a little time in it and do it like that. So,
1: All right. Shell Shaq, um, you, you mentioned them earlier uh, when the teacher hit you up, but True Kitchen, I got to get there. So, I'm going to take your judging on this one. True Kitchen, underrated, overrated.
0: I would say, I would say they rated pretty, pretty uh, right on. The food is legit. Um, the food is legit. They are your food is going to be fire regardless. Um, no, it
1: does I know they came out and they did some things and the owner probably get a lot of backlash. They underrated or they overrated? You say that they are right. What well, they should be is that underrated or overrated? I would say. Come on, man! I ain't been there. Me and my wife got to make some reservations. They cutting it down.
0: I say, I say, man, the food is legit, (laughs) but I would almost a little overrated just because it's the only high-end black spot. But like the food is really good. But like, I ask you this: like, as a food blogger, high-end black-owned spots in Dallas. I got three and one of them is true kitchen. Okay. So it's like, you know, you really don't have too many options, but the food is really good. It was, the lamb chops were good. I've had better lamb chops, so I can say it like that maybe. Um, so I guess you could say a little, a little overrated, but I think it, it's worth it's worth what you get
1: okay okay that's a fair no that's a fair one though and and true kitchen really like they came on the scene dude and it's just it's been hella hard to get inside of that place um the establishment the acoustics um for what you can see uh you like man it's a vibe they really setting that place out man shout out to that brother who's doing this thing um Really, this is a kind of pub and promo list, too, by the way. (laughs) Kind of for what, you know, I think. But then we said this earlier on as well. Shells and tails, underrated or overrated?
0: Oh, no. Oh, that's underrated. That's underrated (laughs) Definitely underrated. Yeah. Everything I've had just fire, ready to go. All
1: right. Sweet Georgia's Brown or Sweet Georgia Brown.
0: Big Uh, overrated. Big big
1: overrated. overrated. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Let me tell you, it's definitely overrated because from where I'm from, and I don't even think it's hard to, I thought, to find like good soul food, but it's been very challenging here in Dallas, like to find good soul food. Uh, It was a bigger challenge really to find jerk chicken. Somebody sent me out to Elaine's and it definitely wasn't it. I'm not a blogger, so I'm going to just say I'm honestly for real. This, it was terrible. It was like barbecue chicken at its best. So if you was telling me like to get barbecue chicken, perfect. That was a good spot. But people spoke the language. It was very authentic. And I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm going to get the jerk in here. No, Elaine's is trash. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> I like Elaine's. I like, I like it. I can, I can see what you're saying. It, it's not your traditional jerk chicken. Mm. I've never in my life had jerk chicken like Elaine's jerk chicken, except at Elaine's. Yeah. So I could, I it definitely has a real barbecue jerk. So yeah. I can see what
1: you mean. They could, they, and the person who told me could have, you know, just advised, like, yo, this is just going to be different because i never seen, and I've tried other places in, in Dallas, I won't name them all, but, and they was cool, some wasn't nah, there, but this was just totally different, it had like sauce, like wet sauce, and it was like barbecue chicken, but I don't know. Pecan Lodge though, underrated, overrated? Overrated.
0: Overrated. I, just, I mean, it was cool. Um, the meat was good, the size of trash. I got a theory with barbecue spots, um, my Caucasian people, the one place that they, in my opinion, beat us in cooking is on the barbecue meat aspect. They usually, usually from what I've seen, the white spots, the meat is fire, size trash. Like, their macaroni and cheese is, like, trash. It's like the Kraft in it's the bacon bits on top. Like, it is not live, like, you know. Uh, it's just, like, it, to me, reminds me of KFC macaroni and cheese. Um, food is good, but I remember seeing people, like, Camped out for like three hours and I'd be pissed. Like, no. Like, they, they, I remember at its peak when I first moved to Texas, they were talking about people are like wrapped around and hours and hours on end. And I'm just like, nah, man.
1: Not for that. <laughs> All right. Last two. Dallas going to probably uh, kill you for this. But Fuel City, underrated, Big overrated. overrated. Big overrated.
0: Big overrated. <laughs> They're drunk. They're good, but it's, it's really just drunk tacos. Um, I honestly would go to – go to City View over there every time. I would go to Taqueta Taxco. Uh, there's a couple other 24-hour spots that people just don't know about That fuel City, like, I won't say it's trash. I would say people people calling it trash to me is a boost. Like, they're very fine tacos. Like, no. they're basic tacos. But I think people hear the name fuel City so mm-hmm. much that they think their tacos are going to make you fly or something. So they. Like, I been
1: wondering what people like. And it's not the tacos. It's definitely the alcohol that's yeah, making folks. wear, You know, it's definitely. And that's what I
0: think it is. Like people are getting to that 2 a.m. drunk out of their mind. So it's decent, amazing, you know. So it's like, yeah. So over, but they would they
1: would be overrated for me. I right, Fuel city. I heard it, Dallas. All right, my last one. Bring it on to the shy. What's clucking? Underrated, overrated
0: what's Clucking underrated i definitely i think they should get more more credit they got real good chicken uh i think it's dope i'm personally not a, a except for when i go to what's cooking i'm not somebody that should traditionally you push your hot sauce on the actual chicken mm-hmm. like to just pop it off i'm more of like a dipper on like regular chicken but they do it and the mild sauce is dope um it's live i uh Chicago, Chicago is a city that I'm going, in 2021, they're going to see me. Uh, I've never been to Chicago.
1: So. Oh, man.
0: And I, that's one of the – I'm going to go on a, see a couple cities, and Chicago is one that I constantly hear is a food – a city that food I got to try. So yeah. uh, what's clucking I definitely think? I think it's because they're in Plano that they don't get the kind of, I guess, credit or recognition that they should, in my opinion. But um, definitely
1: under 8. All right. What's clucking? Well, keep on clucking, what's clucking, because the wings are good. I got to get my fried, hard, extra mouth sauce, salt, salt, and pepper. Say it just like that. It's one sentence for us. easy for you? But those girls, before you get up out of here, each and every week on the Finesse Media Podcast, again, brother, thank you for joining. Your finesse continues to finesse the game. Um, but I like to ask my finesses. Who's finessing the game for you, or what brand is finessing the game for you?
0: Um, what brand? Shoot. Right, shoot. I said brand. My, my Canon and my Sigma, they, uh, they take care of me. I'm able to – I think that's one thing that I hear a lot about my page is the food just looks so clear and so good, and it's like it's right in front of you. Um, so just be it with anybody, content creating, quality is is the whole thing. Um, and this still works. I know you kind of saw me taking a couple pictures. I still get stuff on my phone. I still stuff on my camera. But, man, uh, that would Sigma and Canon, shout out to them. Because they helped me take my brand to the next level for sure.
1: No, definitely. Because it's about the angle, too. It's like when these uh, photos are taken on Instagram, you know, by some of these models. It's definitely the angle. But with oh, the food, yeah. is even that. Uh, you know, shout out to my girl, Gold Rated.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: go ready. She's a foodie. And I asked her, like, do you go and like take 70,000 photos <laughs> before you post it? She was like, no, Canon. I literally just take two or three and boom, that's what you see. But it's good. The camera quality is good. So uh, Canon is finessing the game uh, for your dubs grub. And that's what's up, man. And you continue to finesse the game, but let people know how they can keep up with you and uh, tap into your page.
0: Okay, I'm up. first you go to dubsgrubs.com that's gonna have all my socials youtube instagram tiktok twitter uh but my main two that i'm the most active on are instagram and twitter so dubs grubs d-u-b-b-s g-r-u-b-s um you just type in dubs you're gonna pop up um you'll see a cartoon version of my face (laughs) definitely want to tap in uh subscribe to my email list if you go to my website um My website, I've uploaded pretty much all of the food sites that I, pretty much every spot that I've been to on my page is uploaded onto it, and it actually links you to a Google map. So if you're out and about and you're wondering what's near you, you pull up my website, you click on it, it'll take you directly to a Google map to show you what's near you, what all over Metroplex, and you can just click the directions, it's going to take you right there, give you the phone number, all that good stuff, so. Uh, definitely Dubsgrubs on instagram that's that'll show you most of my stuff um and then Dubsgrubs.com. that that's everything
1: And that's that piece, as they say in the poetic world, man. That's what's up, Doug. I appreciate you, brother, for stopping by and uh, blessing us with this food uh, that you was able to review uh, with me tonight, man. But to continue to finesse the game, my brother. And, again, thank you for joining this episode of Finesse Media Podcast. And you're listening to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast Season 3. I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media. And I'll see you next week with something brand new. All right, bro. Go ahead and finish that last taco. All right. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you having me. All right, most of them. Y'all have a good night. Peace. All right.